Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike is qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. We have some new visitors, and I can barely wait to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What's we do. On, man? Well, we uh, we've got uh, we've got some bear that started coming back into the village. Now, do you think hey, we got uh, one, or you think it's a couple? I think there's probably a couple of ju- young juvenile males and this is not the first time. I mean, oh, they, no. they, oh, no. they come through here, you know, they, we had, what was it? Two year ago that, that the yeah. one was in here and I'm thinking it's going to be three. The, I think this is the anniversary. It was two solid years ago, but yeah, I yeah. think this was the anniversary of, and, and this time of the year, Dennis, they, they, uh, their natural food source ain't out and, and, and they know that if they come to the village, they got all the bird seed and they got garbage and they got, you know, at, at that time, uh, two or three years ago when we had that one, you know, it was actually being fed, which is illegal, uh, Arkansas game, game really? fish. Yeah. It's a huge fine. If they catch you feeding, feeding a bear. Really? Yeah. So, uh, when you, you know, say the, we, I'm sorry, uh, you, you say their natural foods not available yet. What is that? Well, you know, whenever the bear will go to leaving, whenever they go to, your pokeberries or your blackberries go to ripening and coming mm-hmm. out. And especially whenever the acorns go to falling, mm-hmm. you know, they, they really go to forging on those. But right now it's, it's too easy of a food source for them. You know, they, they walk up in somebody's backyard that's full of bird seed and, and there it is. And you know, the thing about it is used to, they would trap them and relocate them, yeah. but, uh, they, they don't do that anymore. I mean, honestly, if a, if a bear gets, habituated they call it that's yeah. you know habitized they're not as scared of, of a human uh anymore then they pose them as a threat you mm-hmm. know and in uh and and that's you know they have to end up being euthanized 
So let, let's let's recap the uh, the phrase that I heard, and I know you've heard too. A fed bear is a dead bear. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. because they tried they tried to relocate them in the past, and they go right back to that food source that they that they're comfortable with. Well, you I know, read. I'm sorry, I, I read that the game and fish is having a bear hunt for the first time in South Arkansas in 35 years or so. They are. There was actually, you know, I helped the game and fish. Uh, with their bear trapping and outside of the village. And, uh, whenever that well, I say bear trapping, they, we, we catch the bear and call her the mama bear. So we can go back and check the cubs. And that way they can keep track of, uh, they put a tracking collar on her and they can keep track of how many cubs she has and how, you know, how the population's going. And they helped me in the village with, with our bear. And they had told me that there was a lady that lived in Mina. And she had uh, seven bear that she was feeding. Uh, she fed them dog food. Yeah. And seven. So there were seven of them. And so she passed away. And they sold the house. Well, those bear were used to coming in and getting food. And they actually tore the door off the hinges while the people were there in the house that had bought it, trying to find that food source. And they ended up having to go down and, and uh, yeah, they had to they had to take out all seven of them. How tragic. And look, yeah. I know it sounds like a good idea. It sounds like a good idea. I had an aunt who thought that she would keep a baby squirrel <clears throat> and she mm -hmm. fed that baby squirrel soft food all the time. That baby squirrel got out one day, got an acorn and took a bite and the, her its teeth went right up into its head and killed it. There's a natural pattern for a reason. And when yeah. we go to messing with that natural pattern, we have a problem. Wouldn't you say, Todd? We do. We do. And it, and if you live somewhere and you got a bear in your neighborhood here in the village, uh, if you'll put an ammonia based product, it's, it's a high uh, ammonia con content. You can get cleaning supplies at Walmart that, you know, that's high ammonia content. Uh, you, you can put that on your garbage cans. You can put it on your bird feeders. Really? And the bear will not touch it. No, it's a deterrent for the bear. If you, if you've got, a high, something that's that's got a high ammonia concentrate in it, you can put it on, and and it will deter the bear from from getting into your property. Well, I'll or be, from tearing your bird feeders up. But the best well, thing to take your bird feeders down. Well, let's come back to that just for a minute. I I saw this picture, man, Todd. This you you might remember this. It's been fifteen. It might be seventeen years ago. But uh, there was a picture on the front page of the Village Voice of one of these tall, tall, thin. Uh, uh, bird feeders, you know, cylindrical about the size of a bigger than a softball, you know, like a little dodgeball or something. And it had a little basket at the top and a little basket at the bottom, you know, that held all the seed in. And a little cub had a little juvenile had crawled up in there, sat down on that bottom little dish oh, and yeah. sat and sat and ate until he got full. Yeah. And you know what you do when you're full? You take a nap. Lay out. Yeah. And he literally was hugging that bird feeder, sleeping. Mm. And it looked cute and it was adorable, not sustainable, not something yeah. we can do long-term, right? Right, right. And, and you know, back when we had the bear in here, you know, there was, they were in people's front yards. They were, mm -hmm. that was three years ago, I believe. We had like yeah. three or four of them in here at that yeah. time. And, you know, the funny thing about it, the CHI clinic down here between Cortez and, and Fresno on yeah. DeSoto, yeah. the bear actually went so close to the front door that it stepped on the pad and the door opened. And there <laughs> the bear was. <laughs> so they called me 
they're freaking out. They're like, hey, this bear tried to come in, you know, our door open because he stepped on their pad. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But when it opened, he took off and run down toward uh, toward Lake, uh, Lake Cortez. So, I mean, they're – you know, people has to realize that, that, you know, you, you move in here, you move in here for the beautiful scenery, for the mountain views, the lakes, but you also move into the Washita mountain range mm -hmm. and, and surrounding the village is all lease land. You know, you got wine on a, uh, uh, you know, you got the wine on a refuge just North of us here, the wilderness area, quarter million acres area. of, of, of yeah. real wilderness. And people are like, Oh, I want to go drive through that. You're not listening. It's wilderness. There's not <laughs> a road. Is. You don't go through yeah. it, you know? So, I mean, and the bear, you know, whenever they get to reach a certain age, and that's mainly what you're seeing is juvenile males, they'll go out foraging for food. And it's, you know, it's just like anything else, you know, whatever's the easiest, that's what they're going to do. And Hot Springs Village is, is easy for them to get food. I mean, it's all over. Would you, so, would uh, you put up your bird feeder completely or if it's high enough off the ground or, I mean. No, I'd. I'd put it up completely because they'll sit there and take their front paws and rock it until it breaks off on the ground and get it out. So really, yeah, yeah, I've we're pretty ingenious, that, but... is the answer I'm hearing. Oh yeah, they're smart. They're smart. And, How many uh, do you think we have right now? We've seen a lot of sightings on next door. I just don't know. I don't know really an exact count without just you know seeing the the pictures. They got different markings and stuff, but I'm going to say there's probably there's probably about three in here, two or three. Okay. That, and, that's and, been, that's been seen. And they're highly but, photographic because they want to, they, oh, they want yeah. to show up on your ring doorbell and go, Hey, yeah. it's us looking here. Exactly. Exactly. Can you feel so, the feet? Can you feel the feeder back up? It, it must've gone empty. It's yeah. those squirrels. Those squirrels emptied it. I've just came here to protect it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but they'll, like I said, when the net, when the natural food source goes to coming out for them, that's what they're naturally drawn to, you know? So, so that's so what we, they're going to go to. So any kind of a real ammonia is, is a strong deterrent to them. Right, right. And even a cleaning supply that's got a high ammonia concentrate will work, you know. And One uh, of the things I love, and I've used it a lot of times around here, is there's a product called Awesome, and it's bright yellow. Looks kind of like urine, I guess. But it's probably 50% ammonia. It's got a lot yeah. of glycerin in it, and it's got a little bleach. And it'll clean virtually anything, but when oh, you spray yeah. it on, it, it sticks too, is my yeah. point. So if you sprayed that on your trash can or whatever, it might be a little better yeah. for you. They're not there. If you spray it on something, a bear is not coming around it. I can promise really? you that. Yeah. The, the, and highly sensitive, sensitive smell. Right? Very, very, very high sensitive smell. And, and that's why they can smell these bird feeders and, really? and things for so, you know, and they're attracted to anything sweet too. Hmm. Like, uh, you know, uh, but you know, your, your bird feeders, they just love them and hmm. they'll get in there and they'll destroy them. But, you know, if you know, you've got a bear in your area, if it's been on next door and you know that it's traveling through your area or it's hanging around your area, just put your bird feeder up or put ammonia on it. And, you know, and, and if you're walking, Hey, if you're out walking your dog and you see one, or you're just walking and you see one, you know, it's not, it's nothing to be alarmed about. They're not no. going to, they're not grizzly bears. They're black no. bears yeah. and they're more scared of you than you are them. If you make a loud noise, then it's leaving here at a high yeah. rate of speed. So clap, clap, uh, clap your hands and stomp your feet, yeah, the, act, act big and, and they're gone. You know, the, the only thing, if you've got a dog, just make sure your dog's leashed because a dog will naturally bark at it and you don't want your dog running up on it, you know, and, and trying to get into it with it. Yeah. So, uh, 
just make sure your dog's leashed and, and, uh, the bear's not going to bother you. Well, and it, I know, may, it may stand out there and look at you, but it's not going to come after you and charge you and, and it, take it, you down or anything like that. It's not going to rush you. No, it's not going to rush you. Let, let, let's recap real quick. And Todd, thanks again for being on with us. We always love having you here. As, well, I as, appreciate it. Well, Randy and I have done this for over two years, over 200 episodes. And we've, we, you know, when we think we've talked about something, we think we don't need to talk about it again. Let me just cut to the chase here real quick. 1.75 million acres of national forest to the north of us. What would you say, Todd? 55 miles of between here or 35 miles between here and say Russellville? There's a uh, lot of yeah, probably yeah, a lot of uh, there's a thick band of mm-hmm. national forest to the to the north of us. We got uh, Green Bay packaging to the west and south of us in places. You're in the They'll forest. Fit. You're in yeah. the forest. And I said this, unfortunately, when a young man drowned on our, our lake uh, with one of our kayaks. But I tell this to all of our visitors, too. It is beautiful. It is awesome. It is completely natural. It is not an amusement ride. There are not That's airbags right. built in. That snake That snake is not a prop. It will bite you. Oh, Leave yeah. it alone and go the other direction. It will mm-hmm. bite you. Yeah. So I, I just I can't get that across to people. You know, and, and Todd... To kind of bragging. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here looking out the window this morning and the bald eagle circles around the little lake out Angel Island out here in the middle of the lake. And I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, what a place we live in. Oh, yeah. But it comes with a cost, right? It does. It does. And, and you know, we try to protect our wildlife, even our bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we try to make it, you know, they, they, they build habitats for them in Winona. Really? Uh, yeah, they have habitats built for them so they can, uh, they can populate and they can keep the numbers up and you got poaching going on outside the village that take out the bear. You know, people, I guess they, they're either scared of the bear and they see them and they want to, you know, take them out or whatever, but they've, they've actually tracked some up that have been uh, poached outside the village. But, you know, you do, you live in here with the wildlife. You have to share, I guess is, is the terms because the, the wildlife, they don't know the gates are here. They couldn't care less. They they, they don't see a less. barrier or border. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna come in here and and uh, and you know and they they're just passing through. They're just yeah. they're. Just, I tell you what, it's kind of like a VBR. They're just uh, they're just renting it for a small <laughs> for a small time, and then they're gonna they'll be on their way. <laughs> hey, listen, we're just here a few days. We're headed on out, man. We're not yeah, staying. Yeah. We're not I mean, we're not long term. They're just here for maybe a month or two, and 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 like I said, when when their natural food source goes to coming out, then they'll you know they'll they'll be out of here. Well, Todd, as always, it's a wonderful pleasure having you with us for Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Todd Knowles, we'll see you next. Thank time. you, Dennis. Thanks, Todd. See you, buddy. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.